0: The U.S. and the Philippines are conducting their largest ever joint military exercise. The annual drills, called Bali-Katan, opened on Tuesday and will involve nearly 20,000 troops.
1: Analysts say the large-scale drill is meant to warn China not to make rash moves in the Indo-Pacific region. Let's
2: listen to one of them. The timing of this annual exercise isn't fixed. This time, it's possibly time to respond to the current tensions in East Asia. It's a clear message to China that at this stage the U.S. has sufficient military deployments in the Indo-Pacific region, and that the Philippines, Japan and South Korea are all important military allies of the U.S.
1: Analysts say that a strategic counter-move from China could be underway. Earlier this week, Chinese leader Xi Jinping made his first visit in four years to the Chinese Navy's Southern Theater Command, which is responsible for operations in the South China Sea. China has also placed a temporary ban on the navigation of vessels in waters north of Taiwan. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin met with Philippine leaders at the U.S. State Department as the two countries began their largest joint military drills Tuesday.
0: With the backdrop of increased tensions with China over Taiwan and Beijing's aggression in the South China Sea, Voice of America, Pentagon Correspondent Carla Bapp gives us the details.
3: U.S. and Filipino soldiers launched Balakatan military drills in the Philippines as leaders from the two nations met in Washington for the first such talks in seven years.
4: At today's meeting, we redoubled our commitment to modernizing the Philippine-U.S. alliance, recognizing that our partnership will need to play a stronger role in preserving an international law-based international order.
5: I'm excited about the ability to to increase uh, interoperability and uh, look forward to continuing our great work together.
3: Those words are a far cry from the state of U.S.-Philippine relations just three years ago when then-President Rodrigo Duterte openly disapproved of the military alliance. The U.S.-Philippine alliance is really having a -a once-in-a-generation moment right now where both sides have realized, maybe for the first time in a couple decades, that they really need each other. The Philippines is among the least developed of America's military allies in the region, and it faces an acute threat from one of the world's most powerful militaries, China. For more than a decade, three Philippine presidents now, Beijing has just refused to give the Philippines some breathing space in the South China Sea. In 2012, China pushed the Philippines out of Scarborough Shoal, a territory well within the Philippines' exclusive economic zone in the South China Sea and claimed it as Chinese territory. Both sides have militarized islands in the South China Sea and are in constant conflict. That's the Chinese Coast Guard telling a Philippine Coast Guard plane last month to immediately leave what it called Chinese territory over the disputed Spratly Islands. The U.S. and the Philippines have now agreed on U.S. access to four new bases in the Philippines. Key locations near the contested South China Sea and Taiwan, another geopolitical flashpoint looming large in the region.
4: Our goal is peace, security, stability, creating uh, opportunity. It's not to uh, engage in a new Cold War. It's not to contain China.
3: China completed three days of military exercises around Taiwan on Monday, which included a drill that simulated precision strikes on the island. The Chinese Communist Party has vowed to control the democratic island by 2027, using force, if necessary. Karla Bab, VOA News, Washington. It has been a tense
0: week for Taiwan's air force, which has remained on high alert following China's military exercises.
1: On Friday, President Tsai Ing-wen made a visit to Qingquan Gang Air Base in Taichung, where she met with the third tactical fighter wing to boost morale. She had this to say.
2: Because of China's military exercises, everyone has been working hard. Our third tactical fighter wing is charged with defending our airspace. In addition, the Tianju unit is stationed at Magong on rotation to conduct air defense interception and joint combat missions. I know that here at Qingquan Gang Air Base, there are pilots on duty 24 hours a day, ready to take off at a moment's notice. I want to tell everyone that as long as we stand united, we can provide reassurance to the people of our nation and show the world a resolve to defend this country.
1: President Tsai was joined by the head of National Security Council, Wellington Koo, and Defense Minister Chiu guo chung Besides speaking to the pilots, Tsai also heard a briefing by a squadron commander. At the end of her visit, she awarded a bonus to the base as a token of gratitude. Tsai also promised to strengthen personnel training and to improve both the hardware and software of Taiwan's combat aircraft. French President Emmanuel Macron is facing a global backlash after his recent remarks on the China-Taiwan crisis. In an interview with Political Europe, Macron was asked about the prospect of China invading Taiwan. And he said that Europe should not get caught up in
0: crises that are not Europe's. The comments have sparked fierce criticisms from European leaders. On Thursday, Poland's prime minister issued a thinly-veiled critique of Macron as he warned against drawing too close to China.
6: You cannot protect Ukraine today and tomorrow be saying Taiwan is not your business.
5: Speaking at the Atlantic Council think tank in the U.S., the Polish prime minister brought up Taiwan in a critique of French President Emmanuel Macron, who argued that Europe should not get entangled in a China-Taiwan conflict.
6: Uh, Some European leaders went to Beijing also, and and this was quite clear. And short-sightedly, they looked to China to be able to sell more EU products there at huge geopolitical cost, making us more dependent on China and not less. The PM
5: warned that if Ukraine were conquered, China might invade Taiwan. Meanwhile, the German foreign minister, who is currently visiting China, said that tensions in the Taiwan Strait should not be ignored. As I
2: said, half of the world's economy passes through here. If military tensions escalate, it would be dreadful. It would be especially bad for big, industrialized countries like Germany.
5: Macron later tried to calm the controversy, saying that France's support for the status quo and its position on Taiwan had not changed. But his comments only prompted more criticism from other European leaders, especially in light of China's recent military drills. Taiwan's foreign ministry reports that over 42 countries' executive or legislative branches have expressed support for Taiwan.
2: If Taiwan is taken over by China, the silicon industry that protects us would become another weapon for Beijing to point at the West and blackmail the world. What would we do then?
5: Macron's comments have sparked a backlash from several countries. Critics say that Taiwan's situation is closely linked to global stability and that in the face of authoritarian expansion, no one can afford to be indifferent.
0: Taiwan is grappling with poor air quality as a Chinese sandstorm sweeps in. But the smog is expected to lift by Sunday. After that, buckle up for plenty of rain. The Central Weather Bureau says that two weather fronts are due to roll in, one this Saturday and another next Wednesday.
1: Both will increase the chance of rain. Notably, the second front will be joined by a strong southwest wind, which means showers for southern Taiwan. This will be the region's first significant rainfall since the start of spring, and it could bring relief to the ongoing drought.
2: A thick smog enshrouds the city. Dust particles from China and stagnant winds have sent the air quality plummeting in the western half of Taiwan. The situation won't improve until Saturday night.
5: Tomorrow evening, this front will come and go quite quickly. The most severe impact will be felt in the north, where there will be a chance of localized heavy showers. In the upper half of the island and along the northeast, there may also be sporadic showers and thunderstorms.
2: Another front is expected to arrive next Wednesday.
5: This other front could bring rains to central and southern Taiwan, but there are still some uncertain variables ahead. Based on our current projections, the impact of this front will last longer than the first one, lasting from the 19th to the 20th to the 21st for a period of two to three days.
2: Bolstered by southwestern winds, next Wednesday's front will bring showers to all of southern Taiwan for the first time this spring. Whether that will be enough to lift the drought emergency remains to be seen.
1: DPP presidential candidate Lai Qingde made a splash at a Taipei Electronics Fair on Friday. He spent half an hour mingling with attendees and endorsing a variety of household products. Vendors and visitors alike gave Lai an eager welcome wherever he went. According
0: to a Japanese political scientist, Lai is starting his campaign with a clear and strong cross-street policy. Lai has seized the upper hand in the election over an opposition party that's still struggling to finalize a candidate.
2: <laughs> Vice President Lai Ching De arrives at a household appliance exhibition in Taipei. There he played the role of a super salesman.
3: <laughs>
2: he sold everything from rice cookers to vacuum cleaners. <laughs> Everywhere he went, he met an eager reception from supporters. One even asked him for an autograph and a photo together. Since his nomination as the DPP's presidential candidate, Lai has attracted much public attention, even in Japan. In a post on social media, political science scholar Yoshiyuki Ogasawara weighed in on the candidate. He said that Lai had made clear his position on Taiwan's status. He said that during the campaign, Lai's main challenge would be to explain the importance and the advantages of continuing DPP rule without encouraging corruption or voter fatigue. The political scientist added that with the KMT yet to pick a candidate, Lai has a head start in the election.
5: We are determined to defend ourselves and determined to seek peace. That position is clear, and I believe a majority of the electorate supports it. It's consistent with President Tsai's position that we will not negotiate under duress and we will not provoke.
2: Party sources say their confident lie can handle the sensitive issues of cross-strait affairs as he forges ahead in his campaign.
0: The executive yuan is cracking down on investment fraud with three new bills. It wants to enforce a real-name policy on online ads promoting investment services. It also wants to
1: impose criminal penalties for bank account lending that's linked to fraudulent use. The three bills will be submitted to the legislative yuan for review.
5: TSMC founder Morris Chang is prominently featured in this ad for an online investment course. The ad prompted TSMC to make a public statement, clarifying that the person behind the ad was not in fact the company's founder. Scammerings are increasingly using public figures to lure people into investing. To combat investment fraud, the Executive Yen wants to amend the law to institute a real name policy for wealth management services that place online ads.
2: 基本上,除了網路投資, Besides instituting a real-name policy for investment service online ads, the draft also has a mechanism for taking down the ads. In addition, we clearly define the types of advertisements that cannot be published. We also stipulate the terms of joint and several liability.
5: In the future, online ads for investment services must clearly disclose the advertiser and funding entity. If a social media platform publishes a non-compliant ad, leading to the public being misled and defrauded, the platform will be held jointly liable for damages.
2: If a business is hit with a complaint, or if it's notified of non-compliance, for instance by judicial police, then the liability of the business can be reduced or exempted.
5: The Executive Yuan's amendments also take aim at dummy bank accounts.
2: Without a legitimate reason, you may not provide or transfer your bank account, virtual currency account, or third-party payment account to others for their use, thereby providing a dummy account for a criminal ring. If you provide or transfer a bank account on the basis of a sale, or if you provide three or more accounts at once, which is an abnormal situation, then we believe that a criminal penalty should be imposed.
5: The Executive Yen will submit three draft amendments aiming to end investment fraud once and for all.
2: The India
1: Spring Carnival will kick off this coming Sunday. It will feature a wide range of performances from Indian dance and music groups.
0: Today we meet dance stars Liu Li Li and Ricky Q Shiva. They lead one of Taiwan's most successful Indian dance troupes. Their award-winning performances have brought the classical Indian dance Kathak to Taiwan.
2: Twelve dancers in traditional dresses move to a lively beat. They are getting ready to play Bollywood goddesses at the annual India Spring Carnival. Taiwan's premier Indian hybrid dance group was founded in 1994. It's led by a professional dancer and teacher Liu Li After once working in the U.S. in 2013, she led the group to produce Taiwan's first Bollywood musical. The teaching team had previously won the professional category at the Jinyan Indian Dance Competition. Other their students won second place in the amateur category. They have a continuous schedule of public performances.
5: This dance of ours has been viewed 100,000 times on Facebook, so we'll perform this at the India Spring Carnival, especially to give back to all our many fans. Do you see our team dresses? These are our champions' dresses from the last two years in a row of the Indian dance competition. <laughs>
2: These exquisite foot movements and turns are the distinctive highlight of the Katak dance style. Dancers extend their bodies to perform a moving love story.
5: Katak is a synthesis of Indian and Muslim dance practices. It's a special kind of Indian dance, so it has a lot of steps, which originate in Hinduism, and it also has the spinning, which comes from the Sufi twirling tradition of Islam. Basically, it's a combination of these two types of dance, a very special kind of classical Indian dance.
2: The festival is a great place to check out this jewel of classical Indian culture in Taiwan.
0: And we now take you to meet music producer Bao Bao Chen, She and her husband, Tim Cole, founded Small Island Big Song, a project that assembles music and stories by Austronesians living on islands across the Indian and Pacific Oceans.
1: Our very own Stephanie Yang spoke to Chen to find out why she and her husband started the project and what their latest works are all about.
7: Asian artists from islands across the Indian and Pacific Oceans sing about their homes in these music videos. They also perform live around the world. Over the past few years, their music has reached over 200,000 listeners at live performances. Small Island Big Song is the brainchild of Taiwanese producer Bao Bao Chen and Australian music producer and filmmaker Tim Cole. In 2015, the couple set out on a journey to visit artists on their island homes to share their culture and songs through music videos. Throughout the years, they have recorded and filmed over 100 musicians on 17 island nations across the Pacific and Indian Oceans, producing two award-winning albums and a feature film. A third album is coming out soon.
4: In 2015, my husband Tim and I, we had an idea of uniting the Austronesian diaspora through music, and um, from just little saving in our bank accounts, we, we, we try everything we can to, to make this project happen. Um, and on the road, it's really just the two of us, so we're like a you know, two-people team. We do everything. We do filming, recording, um, and then post-production. And we take the songs from island to island while every musician contribute on each other's song.
7: Chen was born in Taiwan. After graduating from university, she went to Australia for a working holiday where she met her husband, Tim. She said that one life-changing trip she took during a backpacking trip in 2013 inspired her to start Small Island Big Song. She hopes to unite the Austronesian diaspora through music and let
4: more people know about Taiwan. Uh, we went to Vanuatu, so island nation in the South Pacific. We went to, to make a documentary together and when I got there um, the the elders of the the village asked me you know where are you come from and I said I'm from Taiwan and he said, oh I know Taiwan my ancestors come from Taiwan so that was actually the first time that um, I thought about why Shen you know why I always introduce Taiwan Um, with bubble milk tea with Taipei 101 and you know but nothing about culture about about um, our cultural connections with the, the great sea, with uh, all the you know, different people around the world. After
7: touring 17 countries, the artists are now in Taiwan to perform at the Taiwan International Festival of Arts. Austronesian singers from Mauritius, Papua New Guinea, Madagascar, and others will be performing. The show will also feature Amin's artist, Putad, the lead vocalist of Outlet Drift, and Sao Liji, a Taiwan award winning singer songwriter. There will also be a new singer joining the team to perform two songs. Her name is Olivia Foai, a singer, songwriter, actress, dancer and
4: choreographer from New Zealand. Atifa, there will be a a new musician joining us on stage. And I'm very excited because I've been listening to her song so often, again and again on repeat. And um, her name is Olivia Foai, she's from New Zealand. I just can't wait to see the four of them, four women, strong um, women, leading this show. Like I think, I think it's time, you know, it's time that, that the, the female voices being heard from this region. Small Island
7: Big Song will be performing at the National Concert Hall in Taipei on April 16th. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Hongguo Kai in Taipei.
1: Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Hiroshi-san. Thank you to join us to give you a great speech for our webinar. On behalf of the ARDF, it is my great honor to invite Hiroshi-san to give us a great speech for this webinar.
6: In this regard, the role of securities regulators in promoting sustainable disclosure and transparency is very important. Uh, one of the critical issues for ESG disclosure is the consistent global disclosure framework.
1: And uh, when I told them about that there are over 600 companies published their ESG reports, uh, most of them are by Monday. well they all very surprised about Taiwan have uh, such a high numbers.
6: First one, uh, one of the three objectives ISSP global baseline of sustainability disclosures means a lot uh, for us. One is that uh, in order to get corporate people out of alphabet soup, we are now working very hard not to make completely new standards, but what we are doing right now is that uh, to consolidate 300, 400, 500 rules in the market into one a global baseline, if possible, towards the future. So therefore, we merged with, we picked up TCFD recommendation as a base using their financial information and climate change and the sustainability-related financial business plan, business model, uh, climate resilience, scenario analysis, risk and report, risk and opportunity assessment by themselves or something like that. In Uh, integrated reporting. So I think this is a good example for investors which companies have a good integrated reporting thinking or they apply good integrated reporting framework on their daily businesses, short term, mid term, long term. So uh, this is the purpose uh, of uh, GPIF to do.